Well, here you are. You're listening to another episode of QuickCast, where we talk about a new topic every week for just a few minutes. If you have a short attention span, like me, then we're here for you. Welcome. Well, I didn't record a podcast last week. You may be asking yourself why. This is literally my favorite podcast, and I'm waiting every week for it on pins and needles, just like cereal, and I didn't know what to do with myself. Well, I was tired, okay? Tired! And I didn't feel like doing it. Initially, I punished myself in my mind, but then I thought, that's not why I'm doing this podcast at all. I'm doing it because I want to. And I'm going to do it the way I feel like I want to. And that's just the way it is. And if you don't like it, then you could unsubscribe. And I'm not even caring because there's only 20 of you out there that listen to it anyway. So there. All right, I'm over it. This week, we're going to talk about periods. Oof. All the male listeners in the room just exited. I know I could hear your footsteps as you walked out. It's fine. It's because I watched this documentary on Netflix called Period End of Sentence. It's a very short documentary about how a few women in rural India, India, in rural India, I can't even talk, dude, I haven't had enough coffee. A few women in rural India are trying to change the game on having their periods. Um, It told me in the documentary that 11% of the women in rural India have access to period products that are healthy and sanitary. Above that, not only is access to period products a problem, but knowledge about menstruation is also a problem. Um, The women in India are using um, used cloths, they're using garbage, they're using things that they can easily bury to get through their period every month, which is just completely insane to me. And I, I know as a white woman in a nice house and in a nice life that I am extremely privileged to have access to all these items. Um, but periods are a big deal for women and they happen every month. And I would like to remind all the men out there that they are a part of our biology. They are not dirty and gross. They are what afforded them life in this world, and they are not a disease. And we need to be able to take care of them just as you would take care of the fact that you are not able to get a boner every month because you're old as hell. And you can go to the doctor and you can get your Viagra and it's not even a big deal. Okay, look, I was getting on a soapbox again. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about period products and we're going to talk about menstruation around the world. So, um... I'm going to read you a quote from Dakota Johnson. She very famously recently, which is, it's semi-annoying because it's another privileged white girl, but you kind of get the gist. She said, if I'm honest, my hormonal changes during my menstrual cycle are ruining my life. Every month, it's unbelievable. It's fucking amazing. I can't get a grip on it. I'm like, what? Every time I'm totally scandalized about what happens to my body and my brain, I just can't get used to it. Now, this is a privileged white girl. Now, imagine that women around the world whose entire life they've been taught that this is a dirty, shameful secret, that it's a disease in their body, and how they're trying to deal with the ways that their period scandalizes their body every month. 
So I got to thinking about how my friends and family dealt with their period every month. And I put out a poll on Facebook. Hey, what kind of period products do you guys use? And I was actually really surprised at the responses I got. I got a really wide variation of ways that the women I know handle their periods. I was expecting like 10 people to say tampon and two people to say pad, but I got people who use tampons, people who use the period underwear, people who use the menstrual cup, people who use reusable pads, people who use all of these things in combination to deal with their periods. I even had one friend who has cancer and her cancer treatment destroyed her ovaries, therefore making her period not happen to her anymore. I have another friend whose periods were so destructive that she decided to get a hysterectomy in her 30s. These are privileged women. They have all these different ways to handle their periods. And it made me think about all the ways in which these women in India and other places around the world are being treated and being handled while they're on their period without access. So I'm going to read you a few facts here. In many countries, girls are cutting up pieces of mattress or using twigs and leaves as pads and are causing infection. A box of sanitary pads, even at its cheapest, is far too expensive for an average girl in, say, Kenya to purchase. Um, Menstruating girls will use rags, newspaper, mattress, even mud to fashion some sort of protection when they have their periods. Um, In parts of Japan, women can't hold traditionally male jobs like a sushi chef because menstruation causes imbalance in their bodies. To be a professional in this field, you have to have a steady taste in your food. But because of the menstrual cycle, women have imbalance in their taste. And that's why women can't be sushi chefs. Are you fucking kidding me right now? In parts of Nepal, menstruating girls are banished to dark rooms. You have to sit in a shed when you're bleeding out of your vagina because people can't deal with you. Okay. These girls can develop life-threatening illnesses and have little to no human contacts and no protection from the elements, okay? In the U.S., homeless women say that getting their periods is one of the worst struggles that they deal with. They don't have access to period products. They're too expensive or they're not available to them. In Malawi, menstruation is a secret, Girls don't even know that they're going to get it. Their families don't even talk to them about it until it happens. They only hope that they can get the information from their aunts who try to teach them how to fashion sanitary pads from old clothes and warn them not to talk to men and boys when they're menstruating. I'm not really sure why that's a thing, but whatever. In Bolivia, girls are told to keep their pads unseen and out of the trash They're even led to believe that their period can cause sickness and cancer. Get this. You're an 11-year-old girl in Bolivia. You get your period for the first time and your auntie tells you, don't put your period stuff in the trash or it's going to cause cancer to other people. What? (sighs) In parts of India, like I said, women and girls are told their periods can pollute the food, not only like it would cause cancer in Bolivia, right? It will spoil just by them touching it. 
What the hell is going on? Why don't we have education for people in these countries about women and menstruation? Like I said, it is literally a part of our biology. It is the thing that afforded every single human being on this earth their life. We're not talking about it. Women don't have access to clean period products that they can use to manage their menstruation. We're not we're not even talking about the fact that you can have all of these side effects from having menstruation, like um, PMS, all these things, right? Like Dakota Johnson was talking about in the quote I read you. In Afghanistan, women are told they'll become infertile if they shower during menstruation. They can't shower. They can't wash their vagina during menstruation or they'll become infertile. So this leads to dignity issues. It leads to smell. It leads to infection, okay? Nearly half of all the girls that are interviewed in Iran believe that their menstruation is a disease. Just think about that for a second, okay? So today I really just wanted to hype up the documentary about menstruation that I saw on Netflix, that that little... 25-minute documentary about these women in India trying to make pads for themselves, trying to reduce the stigma of menstruation, trying to make it an issue that women can make money from, women can take power over their lives, and women can use menstruation as a powerful topic to talk about, which it is. Because if you're a white girl in America, you're probably doing okay, but you have to think about all the other women all over the world that are struggling every single month to simply get one period product to make it easier for them to go through their life, to go to work, to go to school. These girls aren't going to school, guys, because they can't get a fucking tampon, all right? It's not fair. It's a way to control and discriminate against women, okay? Guys aren't dealing with it, and you better freaking believe that if men have their periods, we would be getting free period products all over this bitch, okay? Just like they can get Viagra super easily, whereas birth control, we have to get on the black freaking market these days, all right? I encourage you to go watch this documentary. I encourage you to talk about menstruation. I encourage you to share with the women in your lives about the products that you use for menstruation. I urge you to donate period products to your local homeless shelters. Any women that you know are in need could use period products. They just don't talk about it, which is crazy. Again, I'm doing this podcast today so we can start talking about it. So girls in India don't have to stick mattresses in their fucking underwear and get infections. So girls in Bolivia won't believe that their menstrual blood can cause cancer. It's completely ridiculous in this day and age. I want to empower women to take care of other women and to remove the stigma of menstruation. Oh my gosh, here's my kitty. She just came in here. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm all upset. Like this seriously makes me upset. The the documentary made me upset. It made me want to send 9,000 pads to India. You have no idea. And then I saw my kitty and I felt better. See how that works? Ladies, take care of yourself and take care of your daughters. Donate those period products whenever you can and talk about your period. Talk about it out loud. Make sure the men in your life hear. Make sure that they know how unfair it is that we have to hide this part of ourselves. 
that we have to hide this thing that gave them life. And here's my kitty. I love you all. I'm so happy you're here listening. It literally, I've, I've heard a lot of feedback recently about how happy it makes people to hear this podcast. And honestly, it's like, it brings tears to my eyes. It's It's more exciting and precious than you can even begin to understand. If you want to get a hold of me, you can give me a shout out at QuickCastBrenna on Twitter, or you can email me, or you can text me if you have my phone number. Don't be giving out my phone number, but if you have it, you can text me. It's fine. Okay. And remember that women all around the world need to stick together. We need to stick to our guns and we need to help each other out. And I'll see you next week. Here's my first PS. How can I help? Here's the easiest way possible. Go to the store, buy five boxes of tampons and five bags of pads. Bring them to your local homeless or women's shelter. You will instantaneously be helping a group of underserved women gain access to the period products they need. The end. Number two, you can go watch the documentary that I recommended, Period End of Sentence, available on Netflix. Their website is called The Pad Project, and they encourage women in rural areas to make pads, sell them for a small income, and thereby giving access to the other women that live in their area to safe, clean period products. Here's my second PS. I realize the sound in my podcast isn't that amazing. It's snappy and live and breathy. And that's just a function of the microphone in my phone because I am literally walking around my house talking into my phone for this podcast. I'm not really happy with the sound either. I'm going to try an external mic next week and see if that makes a difference. But if it doesn't, then we're all going to have to deal and you'll have to listen to my breathy voice forever and ever.